0: Have you ever not felt accepted or like a failure? This is a feeling my friend Emily knows all too well. After not making it into an occupational therapy program, it left her feeling lost. Hear her story about learning what it means to be called his own. This is the Up from the Mutt podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Bostic, and this is my friend, Emily Moore. She is an occupational therapy assistant at Believe and Achieve the Therapy and helps serve the youth alongside her husband at Fair Park Baptist Church.
1: Well, hey, Emily, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Brandy. How are you doing? I'm pretty great. Uh,
0: so let's just dive into our conversation here. All right. How long have you been an OTA or occupational therapy assistant.
1: Well, I graduated in December of 2016, so I've been working for around three years. All right, that's pretty good. Can you tell us what it took to become an OTA? Yes, yes. So, it took a year and a half of in-class school work, and then it took about four and a half weeks of fieldwork or clinicals. It wasn't too bad, but it was a lot of work. yeah. I understand you had, like, some opposition in to get into it, some struggle. Yes, yes. So, my first time that I applied, I did not get in. So, I got my rejection letter in the mail, so it was really upsetting. Yeah, that was really crushing. Yes, yes, which I kind of set myself up to know that I was not going to get in because I've struggled with school all of my life. I would study and study and study and I would fail. And I would get so upset at other people that could sleep through class, not do the homework and make an A. And I could sit on the front row, pay attention, go home, study and study and then fail a test. So it was super discouraging. Yeah, I bet. And so I started thinking like, you know, after I didn't get in my first time to the OTA program, I started thinking, man, is occupational therapy not for me? Is this not what I'm supposed to be? Man, because that really upset me because like occupational therapy has been my dream. So it was really upsetting. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of
0: people get that way when they first hit a wall or some type of opposition. I mean, I know how with like when I became a teacher and now the job I have now with a program coordinator. I mean, it's just uh, we keep like, man, I put on this work. And why are things not working for me? Like you know, uh, you know, A plus B she equals C, which is a job <laughs> or, oh, or yeah. graduation. So, I could, and it's a common thing that happens with people.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And the unknown
0: is just always so very uncomfortable.
1: It really is. And you know, there was a lot of unknown for a whole year because that's how long you have to wait to reapply to the OTA program. Oh my gosh, Emily, that's forever. I know it. It, is. it felt even though it was one year, it felt like ten years. But during that time, I retook a bunch of classes that I didn't do so well in. And I, mm-hmm. I really tried to take advantage of my time. I, I went and got tutors, spent a lot of my time studying instead of like watching TV. Cause I thought, if the Lord is providing me with a second chance, I want to utilize it for his glory. I don't want to spend it, you know, hanging out with my friends and watching TV. And so, I just wanted to spend it glorifying Him because, you know, He also provides us with a second chance through His Son, Jesus Christ, so that we would one day be able to be with Him. Mm -hmm.
0: I really like how you said, like, you want to use that time to glorify God. That's so important because, you know, truthfully, like, we can glorify God in anything we do, and that's what the Bible also tells us, that we should, you know, be living for God and not as for man, something that's really great that you had that mindset. Oh, yeah, definitely. But how were you able to, like, stay focused in school? Because that was a long
1: trial of a year. Like, what kept you going? I would just study really, really hard. And if I made a bad grade, I would initially feel doubt and fear. And I would, like, confide in my friends. And they would just be like, Emily, do not worry. Trust in the Lord. And I'm like, okay, yes, everybody tells me, don't worry, don't worry. But how do I not worry? That's just so Hard. Yeah. You're like, uh, this is my life. What are you talking about? (laughs) Easy for you to say. Yeah. So I would just be like, okay, I know the Lord is providing me with a second chance. So I need to do my part and studying and preparing and doing my best for him. And, you know, I I would try really hard not to neglect my Bible time and uh, my time with the Lord. I would literally like come home from school and I would study. And Read my Bible and I would study because if the Lord was providing me with a second chance, I wanted to bring his name glory with that Also had to keep reminding myself that my worth and my value are not found in my achievements Whoa, that is really powerful, Emily. Can you say that one more time? Yes <laughs> My worth and value are not found in my achievements
0: that is such a hard concept to grasp and I even struggle with that with myself and I'm sure a lot of people out there do too I mean especially with how our you know our culture is right now that's such an opposite concept you know we have Instagram and Facebook always telling us to look at one another and compare one another Um, but yeah you're totally right like our value does not come from what we achieve
1: oh yeah definitely people always told me like trust in the Lord because he is sovereign. And you know what? The Lord is sovereign and he works things out for us. Um, that reminds me of Romans 8, 28. And it says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And so, you know, like I read that verse and I was thinking like, Man, we all things work together for good. But, you know, that doesn't mean that's going to work out for Emily's good or Brandy's good. It's going to be for the Lord's good. And whatever is the Lord's good is our good. Oh, um, that's really good, Emily. <laughs> thanks. Even though I didn't get in my first time, I did get in my second time. And it was just such a blessing because I had such great classmates. And we were able to have like... Deep, meaningful conversations, and I'm just so grateful for the job that I have now because I'm able to share the gospel with our patients where I may not be able to at other jobs that I might have gotten. So if I would have gotten in the first time, I may not have been with those same classmates, and I may not have the same job that I have right now, where I'm able to share things and do things with kids that aren't always available at every job.
0: Yeah, and also feel like you know you learned. That your value is in God.
1: Oh, and, yeah. I, and I don't think
0: you would have learned that if you would have succeeded the first time. You would have been thinking, oh, well, I did this, and these are things that I did in my own power. Oh, but yeah. I think God also used that as a way to make you rely on Him more and just, you know, see that your value and worth is in Him and not in those other things.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah.
0: And so I heard you talk about your wise counsel with your friends and family.
1: Yes. So I am so blessed and grateful that I have such a wise counsel around me. So my family is super encouraging. I was able to not work. My parents provided financially for me so I didn't have to work so I could use my time to study and do my homework, which I did have a little job on the side at the school, but whenever it came down to it, they were like, Emily, you don't have to work. You can just, we'll pay for everything and you can just study. And then I had my friends around me that would just encourage me if I made a bad grade, they would say, Emily, you are a child of God. You Your value is not your grades or it's not in if you get in. Even if you don't get in, your identity is not found in that. It is found in the Lord and that you're a child of God and he calls you his own.
0: I'm so glad you were able to have like that wise cancel kind of already set in place around you. Some people just aren't able to have that or they haven't already sought that out. And so I would definitely encourage other people to have that because I know that has really helped you.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I couldn't have done it without them. They were also reminding me like not to worry. And so I really just tried to think about that. And I knew the Lord would provide a way for me, even if it wasn't occupational therapy or school, it he was going to provide me with something. And so I was just able to rest in his peace.
0: Oh, that's so good. Resting in his peace. I really like that. That's something that sounds so nice and pretty and poetic, but is often a lot harder to live out than when it sounds.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. And I knew that if this wasn't what I was supposed to do, he would provide me with something else. Not that I wasn't going to like try and not mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to like study and stuff but I knew I just kept reminding myself if this isn't if you don't get in there's always going to be there's something be, yeah he's not
0: gonna leave you hanging or be homeless oh yeah <laughs> for know? sure like, my yeah. parents <laughs> won't let me be homeless <laughs> <laughs> yeah and neither would god <laughs> like oh, yeah. you're gonna
1: be okay oh yeah for yeah. sure So
0: that's a great thing
1: yeah studying and preparing for all my schoolwork helped me along the way with remembering and knowing that my value is not in my achievements. So like if I would study, I would study for the Lord. And if I did an assignment, I would do it for the Lord. So if it wasn't. Like, if I didn't get in, I'd be like, okay, well, this time wasn't wasted because I was doing it for the Lord. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of a song by Shane and Shane. Shane and Shane! (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's like one of my favorite bands. I'm so happy they were able to be in your life. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. They're awesome. So the song that I was thinking of is Lord of Hosts. And the lyrics that just stuck out to me was, Lord of Hosts, you're with us, with us in the fire, with us as a shelter, and with us in the storm. And so that just reminded me of, you know, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, you know, they were about to be tossed into a fire and they were like, no, we will not back down. We will praise our Lord. And that's how we should think going into things. We should think like I'm not backing down from praising the Lord like he is with me in the fire and he's with me as a shelter. Oh, wow. Yeah, and isn't that awful, like, Psalms 46, the whole song is? Yes, yes, That I really do like Psalms 46. A couple of verses that stuck out to me of Psalms 46 is verse 1. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. He truly is. He's always there for us anytime we need Him, even though we may not sense Him there. He's always there because he, he just always has our back. I liked verse 7 too. you know, the Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our stronghold. And verse 10, stop your fighting and know that I am God, exalt among the nations exalted on the earth. Yahweh of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. You know, stop your fighting, stop your doubt, stop your fear, stop your worry, and know that I am God. Like, know that He is always there for us and always cares for us. And he has a plan for us, for our lives. Yeah. And it's almost like God saying, like you, you stop trying to help and just let me
0: help. Like I got this. Yeah, Let me, let me fight this for you. That's such a comforting idea that, you know, we have a God that is willing and wanting to do that for us. And he wants to be our refuge. And and he is. That's something I really like about Shane and Shane too. Like how they, they weave so much scripture and stuff into uh, their songs, you know, and that that was able to ministry to you. Cause I know for myself, like, I used to not really understand the Psalms and really get it. But Shane and Shane, like, really helped bring the Psalms to life for me. So tell me about the
1: day how you got in. Oh, because we was, know you did now. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was just super exciting. And, you know, going back to my wise counsel, my sister is like my BFF. So she was home all week and I knew I was going to get my letter one day that week. And so I told her, even if I get my letter, do not tell me because I would just be freaking out the whole time. So she would text me she'd be like, you didn't get your letter today. I promise. Don't worry. And so, you know, don't worry. (laughs) And so be like, okay, I'm not going to worry. And then she would text me on. She texted me on Tuesday and said, hey, you really did not get your letter in, Emily. I promise. Don't worry. You know, going back to don't worry. And so I was like, okay. Well, then Wednesday came and she texted me. She's like, hey, your letter's not here. And I was like, oh, you didn't like persuade me too much. (laughs) And then um, my friend texted me and she's like, I got in. Did you get your letter? And so I knew my letter was home. And thankfully my work was able just to let me go home. So I just like flew home, needless to say. So I knew if I got in, I would have a big envelope. And I knew if I didn't get in, I would have a small envelope and so Mm, yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it was like whether I was gonna see the big envelope in the mailbox or the little envelope yes check the mailbox and nothing was in there so I ran in the house and my sister had propped it up on our counter so it'd be the first thing that I saw and so I saw it and I got so excited and then she was decorating a cake for me because I wasn't supposed to be home for another like three hours oh so you were in the surprise <laughs> I did I did <laughs> but I let her I went back outside and I let her finish it and then we reenacted it so it was, uh, it, was oh, super it was really fun. sweet yeah
0: oh, oh yeah she's great the, best. Sister. She's
1: oh, the man. best oh man well Emily thanks you thank you for
0: sharing your story today I think it's um, been really helpful for a lot of people and I'm glad to hear how God's worked in your life
1: yes thank you for having me My name is Emily and this is my story of the middle. Psalms 40 verse 2. He brought me up from a desolate place out of the muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure.